0: hi on today's episode of Reiki adventures i'm going to be joined by Karen from Life Matters Therapy. Hello, Karen.
1: Hi, Jenny. How are you doing
0: I'm okay thank you um I'm really glad that you've come on the podcast because one of the things that i I wanted to talk about is something that I think in in lockdown is is probably something that we've all we've all had experiences of mm-hmm. at some point in terms of um how we how we look after ourselves, really, yeah. um, and obviously everybody's got their responsibilities, to commitments, to jobs, yeah. and to families, and to loved ones, and how we we go about doing what we do each day. And and one of those people, and I feel like I'm talking about myself in the third person here, but one mm-hmm. of the the most really important people for ourselves is is looking after ourselves, yeah. and when when we've we're in a situation like lockdown with the the whole unknown factor about it mm-hmm. we we can get a bit overwhelmed in in times and things yeah. and I think one of the things that i might find that i've done in the past is it not be very sort of kind to myself mm-hmm. in how i talk about things and you might feel overwhelmed by all the news and all the the noise yeah. that's out there and you start to think about things for you, yourself, and that you you know what what can you do in the the lockdown? The guidelines change all the time. What yeah. can you do this? Can you do that? And it, it can feel a little bit overwhelming. And and one of the things I I call it is like the the self talk that you give to yourself. Mm-hmm. And I I know I when I think of self talk, I, I remember reading um an article on, on I think something from life matters therapy mm-hmm. about being a critic that we all have mm-hmm. and I remember reading about that and it being a real sort of eye-opener I was like oh that's interesting and then a couple of days later I smashed a plate on the floor in the kitchen yeah. and I caught myself calling myself in my mind a stupid bitch for doing it yeah because there was all over the floor and as I was cleaning it up I thought, God, oh, that was a bit harsh. I've just called myself a stupid bitch for dropping our plate on mm-hmm. the floor, and, and that was a little sign to me about oh, that that's an example of what what self talk is that that's what i think self talk is would that would that be a, an okay kind of description
1: yeah i i mean it, it's a moment where you actually noticed what your inner dialogue is and and how you relate to yourself when you uh, you know, when, when something happens in life. So that, that was a moment when, you know, during a time which is already difficult, and perhaps, you know, you're not feeling your best, you dropped a plate. And rather than offering compassion to yourself, which is, you know, just a bit of understanding and acknowledgement that you're a human, you uh, you flipped towards the the inner critic which you know it, it can be so prevalent within us but we don't necessarily notice it happening so you no, know, you called yourself a name I mean I wonder how you'd feel if you know somebody else said that to you when you dropped a plate mm-hmm. <laughs> you know how would we accept that if it... <laughs> I think that's a bit harsh yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah I mean we and yet we say it to ourselves yes yeah so why is it okay to speak to ourselves in in this sort of way, um, you know, it's we, like I said, we don't necessarily notice what that inner dialogue is like um, until we notice it, and then, or somebody else draws attention to it, and then you might notice how often um, you might be calling yourself names, or being impatient with yourself, or uh, you know, critical of yourself and it certainly wouldn't be how you would relate to somebody you cared about or another person
0: yeah yeah that's true Mm. and think as well as you know you you can feel that you're you're looking after yourself because you might be you might be on a health kick and you're Mm -hmm. you're watching what you eat and you're you're trying to do your five a day and all the rest of it and then you 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 know you're you're making the most of that daily exercise opportunity that we can all go out and it's so important Mm -hmm. to get some fresh these times yeah um but if you if you're doing those things about taking care to look after yourself in those kind of ways yeah but then being really nasty to yourself with your inner critic yeah you're going to be like your own worst enemy almost aren't you because you'll be thinking oh well you would be beating yourself up because you did have a bar of chocolate or a drink or whatever yeah but but really it's it's about kind of being kind to yourself mm-hmm. isn't it and I, I know like I, I'm I'll admit I'm on a health kick at the moment mm-hmm. and I'm trying to be eat better um but at the same time I'm thinking well we're in the middle of a lockdown yeah. so if I can't see a bar of chocolate <laughs> I'm gonna have a bar of chocolate yeah <laughs> you know and I'm not gonna beat myself up about it whereas in previous times life before lockdown and, and learning to tap into this in a thing yeah I probably would have given myself a hard time and been thinking oh my god you said you weren't gonna have any chocolate this week and now you've got another bar of chocolate you <laughs> have just ruined it all now. yeah and, and it's like the way you sort of criticize yourself yes. for those things in in lockdown we we just need to give ourselves a break really don't we absolutely
1: and I, I'd be uh you know using compassion as a tool at times like this so you know it's it, it it is quite misunderstood, the word compassion, because people feel like, oh, compassion is quite soft and fluffy, it's weak, you know, it's sort of pity or wallowing, being consumed in struggle, but what it is, is actually just recognising a struggle or or a situation within ourselves or others and having a commitment or a motivation to alleviate it. So, uh, you know, it's more understanding of the difficulty or per- perceived failure or setback rather than imposing judgment or criticism. So we might be approaching our experience as part of the human condition rather than uh, personal isolating or shaming. Uh, so it's an awareness and acceptance of what's happened. So, you know, you plate, you've dropped that plate. You've, you've acknowledged it. Um and And just acknowledging that 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 was frustrating rather than over identifying and saying, "Oh, I'm stupid because of that um just you know talking about lockdown it's it's really important what you've mentioned there because over the past year we've been experiencing you know layer upon layer of prolonged stress uh life changed in every way very suddenly. And the pandemic took away all of the things we used to take for granted. And we've just had to cope and get on with things without a choice, with no light at the end of the tunnel. Lots of twists and turns, as you were describing. And we've been surrounded by fear, threats and losses in various forms. So whilst humans can adapt, we are actually being impacted uh, by the environment in which we are existing. So, you know, we've been starved of important things like connection and our usual coping strategies. So, you know, when you're adding a diet onto that or, you know, other things which can feel quite punishing in these times, it it's absolutely understandable if you might have a day when, do you know what, I need a treat. Uh, and so showing yeah. compassion. Yeah, I do need a treat. This is really difficult anyway. <laughs> and it feels difficult to be imposing strict diets on myself
0: right now. Yeah yeah I think I think you're right there and I think with the the way that people can self-talk it's it's kind of their their how they focus on things as well sometimes if I you know at the beginning of the the first lockdown I I heard a lot of people using the phrase we're stuck at home Mm -hmm. but you're also safe at home yeah and if you could you know don't get me wrong I know there's always people in extreme situations and circumstances but putting those issues uh situations aside for, for the vast majority of us it, it was about staying at home mm-hmm. and we'd be we, if we're going around go, god I'm stuck at home I'm stuck indoors I'm stuck at home mm-hmm. then then that's how we're going to feel but if we could maybe switch it and say we're safer. We're safer mm-hmm. at home. We're safe at home. Yeah. Then that—that's a better way of looking at, at that one little sentence, yes. isn't it? Yeah.
1: And so you know, thinking about compassion in that moment. This is not about uh, saying that, that it's not difficult. So if you're feeling very stuck at home, you might—you might want to acknowledge that and say, "Gosh, it feels really difficult." uh You know, to be uh, at home and and you know having all of these restrictions, but. I am safe and you know it's okay to feel um, frustrated or to 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 experience difficulty with that, but you know, refocusing, so you sort of reframed it there, which is positive. You know, you could look at what what opportunities this has brought to you, or uh, you know, how uh, safe you know you, you are and, and, and how that can impact others too.
0: So give me an example of um when we you know we we've talked about I said about smashing the plate yes. on the floor and calling a, a stupid bitch. That was my first yeah. sort of light bulb moment to think, oh, that's what that in a in a talk thing is, you yeah. know. And so what do um you know, what what do you think is a is a good way for somebody to sort of um be, if somebody is maybe they do criticize they might be self-critical of themselves yeah. you know when we can all criticize ourselves from things whether it be our our appearance or yeah. our eyes our I know people talk about putting on lockdown pounds for mm-hmm. things like that and all sorts of things like that so what what's the way that somebody could maybe um you know get get better work at getting better at their inner critic mm-hmm. and their inner dialogue if you like
1: yeah Um, So I I would say the first stage is to to, just to to check in with how you do respond to yourself, and especially at times of difficulty, because, you know, the times of difficulty, the times that we actually need support rather than uh, criticising ourselves. (laughs) You know, it's like kicking someone when they're down, essentially. Uh, So just noticing and start to become curious, really, and listen in to how you respond to yourself, what sorts of things you say to yourself, and when. Um, so the first stage, just recognising this, because like I said, this this stuff can can just go on undetected until there's that light bulb moment, like you you've had, or if somebody um, you know explores it in therapy and it's and it's really highlighted and. You know, it can be quite shocking when you when you notice the sorts of things that you can be saying. Um, So, yeah, noticing it first, but offering a non judgmental approach. So what I mean by that is, is just being open to the experience. So saying I should not be saying this stuff to myself so we can turn that into a criticism as well. Why are you talking to yourself like this So a sort of expectation that, again, you're in the wrong. So just being non-judgmental and saying, "Isn't it interesting the sorts of things that I'm saying to myself and how I'm responding to myself?" Uh, so just being open and aware and and noticing, and then just with interest and curiosity, just uh, considering, you know would I respond this way to somebody I cared about? And, you know, would I be happy uh, if, you know, I was responding to somebody like this? You know, if it was someone I cared about, would I be happy with how I was speaking to them? And it can feel quite difficult. So one of the barriers to this could be that, yes, but you know, that's for other people, not for me. I deserve this. We can have those sorts of critical thoughts. It can go on like that, you know. I you know, I don't deserve to be understanding or compassionate to myself. And again, approaching that with interest. Well, it's interesting that you you might feel that way, but actually it's not your fault because the the critical voice it, it often occurs from things that we've been through in our life. So it's from the experiences that we've had. Perhaps, you know, we have had somebody in our life who's been highly critical of us, or, you know, who experienced something in school, or, you know, we've not necessarily felt that sense of compassion um, to, to ourselves, but it doesn't mean that we don't deserve it. So it's almost like becoming an actor to begin with, where you are practicing, responding to yourself <laughs> yeah so it might not feel you might not feel connected yes feels. so that's absolutely okay <laughs> you know so that's something to mention bringing compassion to that it's okay if it doesn't feel natural if it it's okay if I don't really believe uh what I'm saying to myself if it's in in a nice or understanding way but then almost thinking about, well, what would I say if it was one of my friends or, you know, a a family member who I love or or someone else important to me? What words might I offer for them? And then practice. So you could reframe it. So being open to catching the criticism and then saying, oh, that's interesting. You know, I'm I'm doing that thing again. Um, So what do i think is a more appropriate way of responding to a person in that moment and yeah until uh, until that you know it is brought to your awareness then you know how to how to do something with it so continuous practicing patience uh non-judgment and uh you know you know stepping away from expectations of yourself really we've got a lot of shoulds in our head i should be like this i should like expectations (laughs) yeah and the, the word should that could that could be popping up quite a lot and usually when should happens or should not then we know that 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 there might be an expectation of ourselves which might not be who we are or what we're about really
0: so we you're talking about you know n- noticing things and observing those things mm-hmm. that are happening. What what if we sort of ob- observe that inner in critic coming out in somebody somebody we yeah. know somebody you know a family member or a close friend or something and we we see them mm-hmm. doing that self criticism on themselves. What 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 can we what should what should we do? to to help that friend or family member if we see that coming out in that yeah so
1: so if they were being critical of themselves
0: yeah yeah like i i think you you often you know we we all do it sometimes Mm -hmm. don't we and we'll say um you know you might have had a go at a, an arts class or mm. something and it's just an active yeah. system for, for fun you know our mind's rubbish yeah. look it doesn't look anything yeah. like that thing and you know, that kind of thing we we all we all do that that that's natural but if somebody's doing something and it's like a, a repeated mm. behavior and they always put themselves yeah. down for for that particular yeah. thing what what can we sort of do to help in that situation? so so i guess it would
1: be approaching this
0: sensitively
1: um with with the person so you know connecting with that compassionate self so you could you know your intention is to to you know show understanding and support but um you know you perhaps acknowledging what they're struggling with so you're saying you know I, no, I really noticed that you know each time you try um a piece of art or you know you you do this activity that you really give yourself a hard time. It seems like you you really struggle with that. And, you know, you know perhaps offering some more su- supportive words. So you could think about it in terms of like a teacher. You know, we've all maybe had a teacher that we liked or we didn't like. And it really uh, does make the difference how a teacher approaches uh, a child or, or somebody who's learning. So if a child got something wrong or, you know, they didn't do the best work, you know, is it in their interest of growth and uh, and progress for the teacher to say, that is absolutely rubbish. You know, why did you bother with that? You know, that's another thing we like to say, why bother? Um, it's not good enough. That child would be completely shut down and they pro- probably would never bother trying it again because they'd be so ashamed of themselves. But if you had a teacher who says, okay, I see that you're not happy with that piece of work that you've done you know, um, you gave it a go. Everybody's got to start somewhere. It's okay to be learning and it's okay to be improving as well. You know, I'm sure with um, practice and, you know, stepping away from judgment, but being more encouraging that you you could get to the place that you'd like to be.
0: Yeah. And it's, it's like turn, turning up to that art class each week, yeah. for example, isn't it? Just the, the practice element is going to help things improve. Oh, we got a cat there saying hello, potentially cat? in the hall. <laughs> <normally my> <laughs> Lockdown
1: problems, <laughs> yes, yeah. working from home props, <laughs>
0: definitely, definitely. <Yeah>. So <laughs> You see, if that was me, but I'd be thinking I knew I should have put the cat out, and she, I'd be telling me she's out. Uh,
1: she's the door <laughs> is closed, and that's her problem.
0: <laughs> yeah, you want yeah. that door open? Yeah, yeah. So, I think we, you know, we've we've talked a bit about examples of that inner critic and that. So, if we if we are feeling a bit you know da- mm-hmm. down on on ourselves and it was very understandable in lockdown times yeah. and we you know we we want to practice some yeah. self-care for ourselves um you know and, and some people think self-care might be you know treating yourself mm. to a, a nice <laughs> angle right. some people that is self-care and if that's their time out away from a noisy two-year-old yeah. then that's a brilliant self mm-hmm. thing for them to to have um but there's lots of ways that you can sort of practice self-care for yourself yes. isn't there so just just run me through some examples of ways that people can can demonstrate self-care for themselves yeah so
1: so in the therapy world a common um phrase is that you can't pour from an empty cup so it's useful to uh, remember that everything begins with you um, you know everything in your life, all the people in your life, all of your responsibilities rely on you being well. So that's physically and mentally. Uh, So you could see uh, self care as an investment in, in yourself in order to be the sort of person that you want to be and to, to be uh, doing as well a job as you're able to. Uh So I like to think uh, of us being like a battery (laughs) sometimes and uh, bear with me on this one. So uh, like a battery, you know, we only have so much charge day to day and uh, everything that we engage in each day requires uh, some of that charge. So we need to keep a a close eye on that. And lockdown times, we're probably not, you know, we've probably not got a full charge in the battery, so even more of an of important time to consider it. So it's recognizing that taking breaks is beneficial for you. We charge up our laptops, our smartphones, and we need to do the same so we can be at, at our best. And, uh, it, yeah, self-care, like, like you say, it doesn't just mean... Um, taking a taking a bath with candles or sitting, meditating in the lotus position. We can get a lot of misconceptions about it. Um but it and it doesn't mean either just doing something for yourself when you're feeling desperate. But it's about creating space for your needs day to day. So actually factoring yourself into your schedule with time and space, which I call non-negotiable time. So you could create a habit Of non-negotiable time in your diary in order to recharge your batteries so they never drain completely and setting boundaries in your day-to-day so as well as taking breaks having a firm end to your working day where you step away from any emails or thinking about work and step into a space to check in with yourself also you know that that includes social media. Taking some uh, you know breaks from that in during the day. So it's about balancing your needs. That's a good place to start. Just consider all of the different parts of you and all of the things that are important in your life, not just you know your job or being a parent or or other things. You know, there's lots of different parts to who you are. And creating time for each of those to nurture all parts of yourself, create time for rest, however that looks for you. So perhaps you enjoy reading or checking in with friends, going for a walk, cooking, engaging in a hobby, because um, some doing things can actually charge our batteries. And. Self-care is it's also just the basics of getting a good sleep routine and engaging in exercise, good nutrition, taking care of your body and mind, having positive connections and those technology breaks that I mentioned. So step away from the fear and shame of, you know, asking for help or getting support for yourself. Um, Like I said, it's so important and nobody's going to judge you if you need need help sometimes so you know that that's sort of giving you an idea of how you could start to think about getting into that mindset of of self-care as a as a
0: daily thing
1: <clears throat> rather than just in a moment when you're
0: struggling yeah that de- definitely and i one of the things you said there as well about um you know self care is important to to plan in that time for, for self-care. And I, I know one of one of my previous guests actually mm-hmm. later call Michelle um from Angelic Healing. Um she always says um self-care yes. isn't selfish because you you have to look after yourself in order to be able to look so after true. others. And it's it's very true, you know. Um so I quite I quite like that. And I think when you when you l- work on the self-care part and and plan times for self-care you know like I, I know you and I organ organising this recording today you sort of said to me oh can we do it a little bit early and then I can get my <laughs> yes, teeth a little bit earlier okay. after the <laughs> you know they, they, those little things like that that yeah. is self-care isn't it and that that's what we all need to do and it, it always surprises me when I hear people say oh I haven't had any lunch today I think like, well that's down to you isn't it nobody else is going to eat your yeah. lunch for you that that really is one thing that you can take ownership mm-hmm. in your day is to say I'm going to take my lunch you know and if, if you're in an environment where somebody prevents you ever yeah. taking your lunch at a sensible time then that's where you maybe need to yes, talk to somebody about it that it all starts
1: mm-hmm. with you and no one else will take responsibility for for your well-being um and you know one of those things with With stuff like work because that that seems like a really common thing that people don't take breaks or you know they're eating their lunch at their desk and things like this that there can be quite a negative culture within employment um you know in this day and age where that there's a badge of honor for overworking or staying late or working through your break or lunch um but it's yeah. it, it's you know it only ends in you know negative mental health or prolonged stress burnout. You
0: come out yes. the, down the line. Yes. Yeah. 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 Maybe these lockdown times with so many businesses working from home, you know, the that environment, that culture, that can happen. That that might get got mm-hmm. diluted and might change over time when when businesses come back together yeah. in some way. Um, Let let's hope that the changes are for the good and people people have learned these things about themselves in in lockdown times and, and you know if, if you are working from home on your own and you're not taking a lunch break then that that one really really is down yeah. to you you know because no one else is going to tell you to take your lunch when you're if you're working yeah. home alone you know um so thank you so much for talking to us about this today, Karen. Just explain a little bit for anybody listening about the work that Life Matters yeah. Therapy so do. I,
1: I'm what's known as a, well, it's a bit of a mouthful, an integrative counselling psychotherapist. So, you know, what, what that means just in, in plain language, integrative, is that I use a variety of techniques and tools and theories within my work with a person, depending on the issues that they might be struggling with or the type of person that they are, because not everybody is the same and neither are a person's experiences. So just about working with the person um, in a collaboration, I suppose, to to meet their needs, to see what their needs are, to work through it in whatever way is appropriate to them. So that's the integrative side. So I might be using, um, you know, CBT, which is used a lot in the NHS, compassion-focused therapy. Um, I'm from a humanistic um, foundation, which means I believe the person is an expert on themselves and that they know what is best. So I'll be always, you know, checking in and, and being led by them rather than, you know, prescribing or telling them, you know, what what's right and wrong, what they What's right for them um and then some psychodynamics so it could be going into the past to understand difficulties that are occurring in life and, and being able to you know address those so you can move forward but you know i'm a hypnotherapist um which is you know an, a, another subject really, but that that's useful for some specific issues or or for any issue really, and then coaching. So it's a real variety of approaches, uh, a toolbox, if you will, uh, for for dealing with with the the life yeah. uh, issues and pressures that we all go through.
0: Well, that's brilliant. Thank you so much for coming on today's episode, Karen. So, if anybody wants to get a hold of you, yeah, so can find you can you?
1: check out um, lifematterstherapy.co.uk or simply just search for life matters therapy on um facebook or instagram for any sort of updates or posts that i make that's great it's
0: Thank a pleasure you thanks a lot jenny